Okay, so this podcast, Katie Codeweb's Yak, and I'm here to yak about the feeling that you get when you solve a coding problem. Yak, yak, yak! I just feel really happy, and you should feel happy too. Like, when you solve any problem, life's problem, your coding problem, a relationship problem, just feel happy. And you know what? You need to learn how to celebrate small success, and some tips that I have to offer when I engage in coding I just try to think about what's the end result what end result do I want to achieve and no matter how many bugs bugs I face I just try to squash them all computer bugs that is I don't like real bugs no but figuring out how to debug is a huge huge um, strategy that coders need to have and you need to be able to sharpen this skill and the first step that I would recommend in sharpening this skill is to actually fail and make the error I mean not intentionally but if the error occurs just be willing and open about embracing the error and figuring out how to solve or resolve that error type Um, and then knowing what the type of error is that's also another part of it Um, but if you use SDKs such as Swift, Apple Swift, then it comes with an internal debugger, which I used to help me figure out where my errors were. Um, I, as a beginner, I can't just spot if I make an error, if I'm coding, if I'm at, 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 at a function, and maybe I forgot to add in um, an in a curly bracket somewhere. Sometimes you just don't remember those things. Sometimes you just don't remember that you left off an S off of the word files when it should have been file, <laughs> right? Um, so sometimes those things you just, it, it will slip by, and in, in, in coding, you even if it slips by, it's up to the developer, programmer to go back and figure out where did that error occur even if it's a a dot (laughs) maybe you put the dot on the wrong side hopefully not but sometimes we do put things on the wrong side i mean i i know i do as a as a beginner and it's only natural you're in a beginning a beginner state you're not expected to be clark kent (laughs) and saving a whole bunch of lives right now in the beginner state but i mean it's possible some people are just born with the natural that to just solve problems like straight out of the wound type of thing but you know I feel like it's a skill that can be learned but it's you're able to learn the skill of debugging and being able to um, inspect a problem by actually having the problem right if we encounter the problem then we can inspect it and un- untangle it and figure out how to what's other actions we need to take while being in that problem. I know sometimes people like to have an immediate result. Like today, it took me two hours to solve a coding problem. I was really frustrated. I felt incredibly like, ah, no. But then I told myself, you know what? How do I look? How, how do I examine failure? Well, I need to think about failure as a learning opportunity, an opportunity for me to grow as a, a new programmer. I want to have an app out and because I want to have an app out, I need to encounter errors. I wouldn't want my users to encounter those errors. I would want to try to encounter those errors before my product would hit the market. And that's something that's really important. It's super important for us to, for programmers, um, developers, iOS developers, mobile app developers, whatever you want to title yourself, okay? Um, but it's really important for us to be able to have a, a level of patience as, as well, right? 
We have to be patient and we have to have an ability to ask questions while we're going through the, um, the actual challenge, not just after, but during. So another strategy that I would like to talk about is the fact that when I did encounter, encounter these errors, what I did was I deleted whole lines of code. I'm like, forget this, I'm getting rid of the line. Um, because when I got rid of the line, I got rid of the red. <laughs> and psychologically, I think by not seeing that red, I felt more confident. So then I just rewrote the line of code in a better way. Um, and also Apple's Swift, it actually gives like an autocomplete. So if you're looking for, say, like uh, to add a URL, because you could actually link in URLs, they use like a URL linking system if you're trying to put in an object. So it it's really helpful when you can have a system that autocompletes and it almost like reads your mind what you're thinking. And it has the ability to pull up variable names. It's excellent. I mean, I just love, 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 love Apple's Swift computer programming language. And keep in mind, I don't know anything about Objective-C language or C language. I'm a JavaScripter, okay? I went to Rutgers Computer Programming Boot Camp, and I learned 80% of my training was in JavaScript, and I was just tapping into React and React Native, which I'm going to get to. But... I just wanted to totally embrace myself with Apple because I have all Apple devices. Finally switched over phones. <laughs> but yes, I have all Apple devices and I think it's so much easier if you are an Apple developer to actually develop the product, um, hardware and software. So that's what I'm striving to do. And you know what? I feel like Apple's product is making me a be better developer as a newbie. I'm definitely in the newbie stage, but I feel that with their product, I feel more confident as a new developer. Um, I'm looking to create mobile applications for schools and different ways of enhancing classroom learning. So being able to do this as an instructor is very important. Um, being able to problem solve, debug, and have a program, a software development kit program that helps us um, as developers to be able to do this and to be able to solve these type of issues. I think it's um, important. So thank you, Apple. I love, 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 love Apple Swift.